Hey gang, Sean Geek here. And Fast Fred. And we have two storefronts. If you are a T Public fan, you can browse our inventory over at T Public, which is tpublic.com forward slash Sean Geek Podcast. Or redbubble.com slash people slash Sean Geek Podcast. You can get anything from either storefront from t-shirts, stickers, phone cases, accessories of all kinds. We're talking masks, notebooks, mugs, pillows, totes, tapestries. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Everything's there. Just go to those addresses. Also check the show notes and help support the show. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, welcome to the Shine Shine Geek. <laughs> the Shine Geek and Fast Fret Podcast. Done. Well done. Okay, we're gonna use that. <laughs> I just added a bunch of stuff to the to our board, Karen. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it. I have not. Because like there's like a, a long list, like an ongoing list there. <laughs> we have a million things to talk about. I see. Let's see. And I also have some rum and some whiskey. So I was like, okay, this sounds like a good Monday night to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, there's so oh, much stuff going on. <laughs> like, I don't even know where to start. Where do we start? It's been so long. Do we want to go Mando right away? Up to you. I don't know what the uh, smoothest transition there would be. I don't think there's going to be anything smooth about this. <laughs> well, we've got, like, trailers. We've got the Marvels trailer. Sure. About. There's, like, seven. isn't there 17 Flash trailers by now? Yeah, because there's like, one in every country or something. They're really that, ramping up on the advertising for that. Yeah, because I saw one today. It's like new flash trailers. Like it's all in Spanish. I'm like what? Yeah, so like every uh, every uh, ad in like a different dialect has like some new footage. Um, so I feel like if you watch all of them, you will you know watch we'll the whole the movie. movie. <laughs> all right, we might save some money and not go to the theater and just watch a bunch of trailers. Yeah, piece it together. Um, how are you feeling about the Flash movie? So, like, the Flash movie so far, just based on what you've seen, based on what I've seen, is very, very much uh, very, very flashpoint, right? But um, oh, yeah. I'm always curious, like how you know, like how we started with all of this is like I'm curious how they translate the book material. Mm -hmm. There's an animated movie to you know live action because marvel always bear, like borrows like very lightly from the source material right and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't yeah. right um and for this one um i don't know um and i'm not quite sure if this is with james gunn's magic or is it still very much its own right like i don't know where it stands so i think, I think they asked they asked the director if like is this it and he's like, mm -hmm. well, it all depends on how it does. And if it mm -hmm. does well, then like, they're like, well, if it does well, then what? Like, this is the only movie, right? Or is it part of James Gunn's? Is, well, it all depends on how it does, he says. I'm like, but then, um, oh, I don't know. But then like we, um, 
we have the whole Ezra thing, which is uh, overall, you know, controversial <laughs> on yeah. its own. So, so um, they asked the director about how he's doing. And apparently, like, he's not going to be part of any press, zero press. Well, because they're probably just going to ask him about, you know, his whole mental state. And we don't know how stable that is or, yeah. you know, it might break him or something. It might. I don't know. I, but I like apparently he's getting he's still under care. So like, well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, like that's not something I don't know. Cuckoo bananas is my kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's like the price of fame, right? Mm -hmm. No, it happens, and uh, you know, you get too much and uh, you have access to too much, and then here we go. How would we handle that fame? I think we'd be pretty chill. I like to think so, but that's, I think, a lot of them. Like, you'd watch, like, every documentary where they tell their story about how, you know, they got involved in drugs and whatever came close to death and then got better. They started all off, like, thinking, like, I'm, you know, I'm just going to be chill about it. But yeah, like this, I like to think I'm still going to be chill about it. Um, I'm not, like, I don't know, the um, fame and all the money would probably be very overwhelming. You'd have a lot of toys. Yeah. And then you'd be, um, I feel like I'd be like almost too scared to spend the money, you know, <laughs> because yeah. I'm like, I, I know I will have access to all of this, but should I? <laughs> Is this the right thing to do? Mm -hmm. I always feel guilty when like, if, if we have a couple extra bucks in the bank, I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like I feel bad or guilty or, oh, I like, yeah. Am I doing something I wrong? Do. If I spend it on, you know, if we splurge on this. Mm -hmm. so maybe we'll be fine maybe we'll a, a lot chiller yeah yeah i hope so i i don't know i don't know I, it'll never happen like the show's not gonna blow up that much <laughs> you'll never know never know you win the lottery you know um but yeah like a lot of and a lot of the um it usually happens it's very common with uh child actors you know yeah Crossing that, you know, puberty to adulthood line. And um, some of them do it kind of, you know, gracefully. And some, a lot of them, a lot of them struggle quite a bit and, you know, have the same path. It's hard enough to just get there, like, without anything right. else going on. Like, I don't know. I can't imagine, like, all the other stuff that goes on at the same time, like... Right, because like the behind the scenes, because like you're a kid, right? And like if you say, I don't want to do this anymore, there's uh you sign a contract. So you're being taught like, well, you have to honor this, you know, because you promised someone that you're gonna do this. So I don't care if you're not sleeping or whatever, <laughs> you're gonna do this. Um long shooting hours or long filming hours you know multiple concerts traveling time zone yeah. differences right like you're you just lose your um childhood essentially and then you're like you know next thing you know you're but trying to catch up yeah there's different controls i think in place now that weren't in place even 10 years ago mm -hmm. like when britney spears well that was more than 10 years ago like when britney spears was coming up that shit was still there mm -hmm. like i think now there's like with the, the, my God, but like all the stuff with Weinstein going on and stuff, like there's so many levels of 
protection. Right. I, but I'm assuming I could be wrong. This could just be right. PR thing. Oh, no, no, we have. But I know they have people on set that are there to if there's nudity involved they're they're they have their um i can't remember what they said there's like um they have a role and you're they're actually hired and they're part of the crew to make sure that no lines are being crossed mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then um th there's been a few cases where lines have been crossed and it's like oh that's the rule now like so, some people are like i don't understand like um millie bob millie bobby brown yeah yeah trouble recently because she was um she was oogling somebody and she made a couple oh. of lewd comments and she got roasted for it. Like by, I don't know who she got roasted by, but, but she was just like, wow, that guy's so smoking hot. And you know, or said, I don't know. She said something. I don't know exactly. That's what that, that I feel bad sometimes because, you know, you can't say anything because you're a public figure, but um, Alex had brought up, brought up a good point that like you are a public figure and you've signed up for that. So that's the price mm -hmm. you pay. You have to be careful, but it is kind of sad that like, Oh, you can't make one stupid post. No, you or... can't make zero. Yeah. Stupid post. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, my yeah, God. I, was, <laughs> I was like, um, there's figures. <laughs> Hi Ellie. Hi. Hello. I'm going to say hi to Karen. Hi. Hi. So, do you need something, sweetheart? I just, I just need like warm apple juice. You need warm apple juice. Okay, <laughs> give me a second. Sure. And there's been, there's been like, there's been a few things that have been brought up along that line because it's always been one, like, not one sided, I guess. But everyone's always talking about how the, you know, the old boys club are making the the women feel uncomfortable, and that's obviously been a problem. Like, right. Like from the advent of cinema, of course. I'm just like amazed with how fast the internet people are right now. You know, heaven forbid we say something wrong that we don't mean in this podcast. And some <laughs> smart ass in the internet yeah. will just point it out and rip us apart and, you know, just cancel the whole thing. Yeah, and, I mean, it happened for sure. And yeah. some people get so... um. Uh, I can't remember who it was some uh, like a pop star that I'm not super familiar with or some younger um, actress and um, she was saying the interview and she couldn't complete a whole sentence because she would kind of backtrack and try to defend what she say like there's nothing oh. wrong but yeah, she yeah, was yeah. just being you know overly careful which is it's just scary. <laughs> I think we, we, you and I will ha have a little bit of a pass, you know, because we're, you know, we're not public figures and yeah, we're just, exactly. uh, you know, we're just talking here and, you know, if something leaks, something leaks, but I don't know how but you're going to get I, I think what we need to get back to though, is the whole, okay, I put my foot in my mouth and I said something I wasn't thinking or I wasn't, yeah. my, I wasn't processing properly when I said something, I didn't mean it a particular way, but it came out a particular way. I'm really sorry I said that. I didn't mean to say it. Mm -hmm. We should be able to just do that because we've always, that's how things yeah. have always worked. It, yeah, you apologize. You, oh, yeah. you didn't know. Like if I say something insensitive to my wife, for example, it's, I, I don't, I, I never mean it. Like, you know, I, you know, I love my wife, you know, immensely. So if I ever said something that hurt her feelings or offended her, it wasn't on purpose. Right. You know, you know it was like, I, you know, we should be able to do the same thing in public. You know, if, if you're getting shit at work, like, hey, don't do that again. Okay, thanks. You know, I won't. You know, like, we should be able to do that with 
public speaking, I would think. Um, Within reason, I guess, you know. Right. And uh, uh, I, I, I saw somewhere um, Lizzo, you know, mm-hmm, Lizzo mm-hmm. had like a like a, a line in her song. Um, so very popular right now. No one's saying anything. And someone from, I think someone from Africa said something that like, you know, this one word is translates kind of offensively to in our language. And she... How would you know that? <laughs> she didn't know. But yeah. she's like, oh, I didn't know. I apologize. I'm going to change my lyrics. But people yeah. were still slamming her down for having having included oh that and but like yeah it's not, no one even knows that that's the word until someone brought it up but someone brought she, it up and she dealt with it to me right like like what cool. do you like what do you know what do you what do you want her to do a no you know and undo yeah. go back in time and like you know cancel the whole song yeah it's like i don't know what people want or should we just know everything always can you imagine should how make much sure we longer speak every language? Yeah. Do you ever how much longer um songwriting or storytelling yeah, would exactly. be because there's someone like you know you get a panel of like different sensitive people mm-hmm. <laughs> that you know could react to that but it's like sometimes you're just like telling a story. Yeah. Um Yeah, exactly. I- it's not about you, you're just telling a story in another voice, you know. Especially in songs like take a Johnny Cash song for example. Like all of his songs are stories, mm-hmm, not necessarily mm-hmm. about him, but some people interpret them as being about him. Yeah. They're not necessarily about him. He's just, he's a storyteller. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if I write about in one of my books, if I write about a character who did something duplicitous or whatever, mm-hmm. like evil, that's not me. That's the character that did it, by the way, you know? Right. Like, and, and, the again, the and there's also um like, uh, movies books and shows that are like kind of a product of their time you know god yeah they're you know they're made in the past and for for people nowadays to hold those in current standards they're all going to fail like um i see people like uh criticize like friends for example something well loved or the office like like it's not gonna find like well that's like the humor in it that's the story and that's like you know it was set in the past and that's kind of you know joey's that character you can't like be like, oh, joey's he's like not a awful. character that plays well now i guess but i mean we all know that character and yeah yeah that's a good that's a great example right, but it was just like you know it's just a can we not just enjoy it for what it is like I'm sure they're not saying that these are people, these are characters that you should be portraying in, you know, in yeah. a group of friends. Like you should be one of these. I'm like, you know, it was just a funny show. Can we take it as like face value or as like a yeah. story? You know? Like we read like Huckleberry Finn and you know, Great Expectations, like all those books. Like some of those books are gonna be inappropriate too. Right. Tom Sawyer. Doesn't that like have the N-word, you know? I yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Yeah. So point. I mean, like, but that's in the past. So what do you what what should we do? Like, just like you know, I'm super against like book burning and all of that. Because yeah. that's it. It just exists, and there's there's a book for everyone. Like, like I'm not a big fan of Twilight books, but I'm not gonna be like burn those books no, and no, you know they're awful. But at the same thing, we need we need we need a historical context of things. So if something was written in the 1800s and it's incredibly offensive Mm -hmm. it's good to have it 
right. as a historical context, because if we don't learn from our past mistakes, yeah. we are doomed to repeat them, right? Like that's right. and, kind of the point. And, and yeah, and that's even like worse because um, like the movie 1917, I don't know if you've seen it. Not um, yet, no. ama- amazing movie because it's meant to appear like it's uh, just shot in one take, the whole mm-hmm. movie. Um, so anyway, set in 1917, Correct. World War One. Um, and there are some people who are like, is that my assignment, no... by the way? Yes. Yes. I think I will check it out. I, it's been on it's my list, very, very good. But movie. it's a Sean watching by himself movie. It's not a Sean and Sylvie movie. So it's it's a very good movie. Um, okay. You're just uh, it's a straightforward story. It's not linked. So if you're because my, my sister is not a fan of history. So I told her, you know, it's it is set in that time period, but it's it's not going to bombard you. It's not going to confuse you if you're not oh, okay. super big in history. You're literally just following a story. But uh, some people were like, well, there's no female representation in the war. I'm like, in 1917, was there any women in the front lines? Like, I don't know what you're expecting. But like, you know, again, people... The women were actually just working in the factories because all the men had gone to war. Or, you know, a nurse or, you know, staying at home. I don't know. But like they're trying to be as accurate as they can within the time period and you know um again people are just like did you check these boxes <laughs> you know and How i think we've talked you? about this before That's right, right because there there is your yeah but the box checking because there is a um oh, i can't remember there's like three things that you have to maybe four. diversity check yes. yeah yeah <laughs> that you have to do that yeah. but you can't but historically I mean, tell a story or a story tell a story about history by checking the boxes right and 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 you get it you you get the other way around where some movies are just checking boxes but have like mm-hmm. yep. zero substance right like yep. they've just like oh i just wanted to do this 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 and this so past that i have a movie but whether or not it's a great story mm-hmm. questionable or maybe not in some cases but um i don't know it's very tricky nowadays it is to tricky. be in a public I, figure you know me, like I'm all for like I'm all for checking boxes in in, in context, right? Like uh-huh, uh-huh. like the, the diversity we're seeing, like in the MCU, like I'm like me, I'm all over it. Like I really, really like right. it. But it, as long as it's done, you know, correctly and without right. But there's gonna be, but there's it's not saying that oh, there cannot be any you know white man leading a movie because we're in the future. I'm like. If that's the story they want to tell, that's gonna happen, you know. Like you can, if uh, if they want to continue with a Batman story, you can't like mm-hmm. try to fit that in boxes. Like yeah, yeah. Oh, you know this. He there's no this. There's no that. I'm like, that's the story they're trying to tell. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? We have this amazing synergy. Yeah, that is the perfect segue. You just you just created a segue there. Look at yeah. that. Amazing, natural, very natural. So I want to segue into Fantastic Four because, mm-hmm. as you recall, Fan Four Fan Four Stick or Slap Chapstick. Or I don't yeah. know. Yeah, the the other one. They, I don't know. In that one, they try. They really tried to diversify, diversify. right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was done from a we have to tick boxes guys this is what we have to do now we have to tick boxes i don't know if they did it for that reason or not but mm-hmm. um i was wondering if 
the new Fantastic Four movie was or was not going to go that way because Marvel is actually opening up the doors to having characters of every creed, religion, and whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is good. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, well, with the last Fantastic Four movie, they they did it in a very overtly blatant way. Or mm-hmm. you know, it was kind of too in your face. Look, yeah, look what we did. Yeah. Yay, look at us. Yeah. Look at us white people doing good. You know, it was <laughs> yeah. it 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 on like I don't know if that was I it could be don't take this wrong, but it kind of felt that way. It's like, okay. And, and I was I was trying to be open minded about it because okay, well, why not? Like yeah, yeah. I'm not, like I'm right? yeah, I'm not opposed to having let's say like you know black superman or you know something something different but like make it tasteful and offer something new because we can't just take change the color and you know or the gender or whatever and yeah and have nothing you know if you don't have a good story i don't care who you put in it's it's like the little mermaid you know they're like you know, getting mad at like, oh, why is the Little Mermaid black? I'm like, but have you seen like the other creatures around her? <laughs> like, you see how well, scary. Let's focus, on, let's focus on something else there. Yeah, like, you see the. Are we not worried about the CG in this movie that it's gonna, you know, ruin it because mm-hmm. Flounder does not have a facial expression? FYI, Sebastian when he sings, I don't know, Under the Sea. He's not gonna have any vibrant, you know, yeah. facial expression. So yeah, because fish don't have expressions. Right. So again, like Lion like, King I, all over again. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, uh, I don't know if um yeah, ticking boxes is uh like you said, you can't just tick boxes and not have a good story. You gotta back that up in that way your point comes across yeah, completely. Yeah. I th- yeah, I was sure they were going to do that with the new Fantastic Four. I just I had a feeling they were going to um, go that way, mm-hmm. and, they, and they didn't. And honestly, like whatever, grab the best actor. I'm always of that opinion. I think you know? they are. They I think they grabbed like good actors. It's just um, I don't know what the problem that the writing is took itself too seriously, mm-hmm. and. Um, well, it I didn't think seem... the director had a vision, but it was it was like that whole Zack Snyder thing where okay, well, I'm going to do a super dark DC, yeah. And I think the director was doing I'm going to do a super dark Fantastic Four. But and you can do that, but like you need to know your characters because um, the heart and soul of the character is important, right? Right. Because yeah. as long as you have the essence of the character, like you can have a Christopher Nolan Batman and the Matt Reeves Batman. Mm-hmm. They know they their character. Work, actually. Yeah, you just put them in a different world and create your own story and it'll work as long as you know your character. Yeah, the essence um, is still there. You've changed the visual. You've changed the the way the costume looks. You've changed. But yeah, the essence of the character, like even though they're they're kind of different characters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's still identifiable as Batman. Yeah. 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 Because, um, uh, what was it? Um, like soup, like Man of Steel, for example, Zack Snyder. Yep. Um, you know, he made it like to Superman is just so, so different. He's like so serious, and again, like the biggest thing was like he just like killed someone. Yeah. Point blank, 
which um, usually is a big conflict for him. Like, they were trying to convey that, but like, I don't know if you know your characters, like, you know, giving Batman, like, actual guns in um, in his movies. But he did raise the point, though. He did bring this up, which I didn't even realize, but apparently Superman has killed a total of, like, three or four people. Or maybe more in the comments. And I know that, and, and the joke like, is okay. always like, you know, they don't want to kill, but then they break every man's bones. <laughs> like yeah, the comic yeah, book, yeah. you know? Well, that was the thing with Batman in the comics. Like, oh, he's still alive. But Superman but is, is kind better? of like, <laughs> Superman, I would say it's kind of has the, should have the same aura as like a Captain America, you know, very yeah. righteous. It should be. The big blue Boy Scout. <laughs> exactly. Right. And um, that's not what he portrayed. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, does he know questionable if he knows his characters or not, right? Yeah. Um, well, it's like Dwayne The Rock not knowing, you know, Shazam. Or, oh my God, yeah. Or not, you know, he thinks that he's this, I'm like, okay, if you don't know your character, it's not going to work. Yeah, it felt more like in, like the Cavill Superman, not Cav- not talking about Cavill specifically, mm-hmm. but the direction of his, of that Superman was like an Elseworld Superman. Mm-hmm. It, it felt it didn't feel like okay let's try to keep a dc continuity here and i was like oh we're gonna do el- like we're this complete else worlds and i was like and, and and i get it like it is hard to write a story you know to come up with the whole story story mm-hmm. arc but like i don't know that's i don't know that's why you have a team of researchers or research it and capture the my, essence i'm on my ninth your- edit of my book so i can <laughs> and it's like the story's not right i'm gonna go mm-hmm. do it again right um, yeah 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 um because it it, ha- it was done it can be done yeah people have been doing it so many times right so there's mm-hmm. so many iterations of batman now so and there are some that work so interpret it however you, you want you are freaking segging again <laughs> look at you i'm gonna call you the Segway. yeah so and and, that, and again to everyone listening like none of this is planned we have no, no script zero planning zero planning so so this 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 fits well with what's going on with Blade because mm-hmm. Blade is going under its third re- third rewrite. I don't know if you heard did you hear about that? I heard about that, yeah. And it's with a writer that um I'll, I can't remember his first name. Mah- Mah- Mahershala. Thank you. Yeah. Ali. I know his last name. Um and I am a fan. I loved him in in um Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. And I liked I loved him in House of Cards. Who's Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him in anything else. I probably should. Green Book. He's in Green Book with um, uh, Aragorn. Oh, Aragorn. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, Vigo. Vigo. Yeah. Oh, I like Vigo. Yeah, that Green Book is good. Okay, I maybe I should check that out. So that's under rewrites, but that's with a writer that he's familiar with. I can't remember what the what the writer wrote, where he's from, but he he wanted his but- writer in. Because he knows me. He knows my acting strengths. So he's coming in to do another polish. Maybe that's what happened with, you know, Fan Fantastic, where, you know, these actors have like strengths, the director has a vision, but he doesn't really know how to move them. Because all those like four actors they picked were really good. Right. They're the like top of the, like top of the top. Miles Teller. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Phenomenal, and yeah. um, um, uh, who played Sue Storm? It was um, Tate Mara, or yeah, have you seen her in anything else? Yeah, yeah, she's, she's amazing, always good, like really good. I was excited about when I saw the casting. I'm like, okay, I'm in, 
Yeah. I'm so in. And it was, oh, I, was, I was angry, you know, but well, whatever. But um, with the rewrite on the blade, like some people are like, oh my God, the movie's in trouble. It's like, no. No. I've, they're trying to yeah. prevent that. Nine edits on my effing book. They're doing three? That's not even a lot. Right, right. Like, honestly, and, they, and they it's it right. good for yeah. them. Yeah, and yeah. with, you know, um, with how they're getting criticized nowadays with, like, you know, the quality of the work is right. not, you know, as high as it was. Exactly because of that. Might as well up the quality, yeah. you know, for this one. Because you might have a really good, strong script, mm-hmm. but the dialogue might be a little pitchy. Right. Or you might have great dialogue, but the plot's a little pitchy. You know what the problem I feel like? What I feel like nowadays, um, they write their stories. A lot of these um, movies, a lot of the movies write their stories backwards. I feel like they have, I feel like they have like an ending in mind or they want this to happen. Yes. And then let me just connect that. (laughs) Let me just make. Yeah, yeah, it does not work at all. You need to have a you need to know your your characters should have their own personalities and you have to stick to that, right? And you need to have a vision and direction. Mm-hmm. And then you also have, you know, beginning, middle, and an end. I don't know. <laughs> That's like basic storytelling. Yeah, but there's all there's also other things too. I keep going back to my book. I don't know why, but for mm-hmm. some reason this is connecting. But when I in my book, the reason I'm doing another edit is because I realized there's a couple of characters that don't have their own arc through the story. So they just they seem like surface characters. Mm-hmm. So which is also a style like you can make them surface characters sure. and commit to that all the way. But if you really care for them, but I have give them life, it, right? right? I gave them life here and then three quarters of the way through and then nothing at the end or. You know, in some of the Marvel movies, the critique has been, wow, that character, like, look at the Wasp in Quantumania. It's like, is she even in the movie? Exactly. She's just helping the plot along. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe if they had gone through and done another polish, okay. Right. Not necessarily give her something more to do, but give where she is, have a bit more substance. And that sometimes that could just be a couple of lines here, a couple of lines there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe an extra because we got a good thought, um, you know? we got a good idea of her personality in the previous movies. Yeah, so for sure, you know, build on that type of thing, right? Like, um, or go back as a writer, go back and watch the other two movies. Oh shit! In the first movie, mm-hmm. halfway through, there's a scene where Hope is doing this. Mm-hmm. Boy, it'd be nice to tie back to that piece in the third film. Mm-hmm. And just show that she's grown like as as a character. Like go back to the originals and 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 relearn the previous two movies, the things that worked and the things that didn't right. work and go, oh, because in, in the second film, you and I talked about this before. Yeah. There's things that just didn't work in that film. Mm-hmm. So take those points and go, okay, now here's their chance to improve upon it. Like yeah. they did with Avengers the second one. And with Ultron, the, yeah. the second one, they went back and like, okay. I know we those scripts weren't very strong or the directing wasn't very strong or whatever the deal was, mm-hmm. but we're going to go back in Avengers Endgame and uh, Infinity War and we're going to do, we're going to revisit those, but we're going to try to not fix what they had come before, but have payoff. Right. Because like, if you recall, like that, um, that whole saga had like a vision 
because throughout the as they're having having movies and all of that in between you know iron man will have a vision or he'll have mm. you know yeah, yeah, in yeah. the future yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's right so yeah. um so they know that where they're going off. to right yeah, they know where they're off. going to right now i don't know or i'm not getting a feel of they know what's how they're gonna plan this out it sound it looks like what they're doing right now um they're gonna tease the immediate next one or whatever comes after that whatever is mm. related to that but there's not really a good tie-in right like yeah. every post-credit scene in the you know first few three phases of marvel had thanos appearing at the end so you get yeah. little bits and pieces of him so clearly you're leading towards that like it would be silly if we had you know the a big avengers movie at the end with no thanos you know yeah. Yeah. because oh. that's the direction that they're going to and every every movie had like you're building up on like iron man's uh anxiety about the future yes. and all of that yes. right like that was good no... arc, actually yeah yeah so everyone had a good like you know big arc that um they're trying to accomplish at the end and they're trying to give them growth and you know ups and downs in the characters um but nowadays i feel like they're focused on right now we're doing king we're doing king yeah we're doing king right now in ant-man so i don't know if they even know what they're doing with king as the big bad in you know an an avengers movie i don't know if they it's they not really giving me it's not in. giving me confidence right no. like you know um and then again and again these movies we i'm not saying we don't enjoy them we still watch them because oh, you get yeah. some sort of enjoyment out of it but you just get the feeling that it's not the same <laughs> yeah but they're slowing down now which is like if you put out two movies a year or two or three movies a year i'm okay i'm totally okay with that you know i was thinking like, um i was thinking are they just catching up on you know lost time during COVID? Mm, yeah, I no idea. We had right? a period of like, was it two years where nothing came out? Something yeah, like it was just whatever. like Black Widow, and you have a few TV shows, but um, you know, we had our problems with WandaVision where because he didn't have time to shoot the ending. Mm -hmm. you know traveling and whatever that's right i forgot about that so you get those and um unfortunately didn't work right or the ending you didn't stick the landing is what the general consensus is with wandavision but we can't completely blame them because they're just trying to do the best they can or you know black widow being released online instead of just you know having a theater release obviously hurt the movie sales wise Mm -hmm. but um i don't know what you could do have you gone back to watch black widow a second time i have not actually me neither um would it would we enjoy it more do you think um because the thing with black widow is it's just like it just came out too late i think it's hard to but what if we watched it in in order if we watched it right after where, where did right, it fit? right before Endgame, right? Yeah, yeah, before, before Endgame. Infinity War. Yeah. Right? Is that right? Yeah. I, I just could not unsee what we saw in in Endgame. Yeah. Right? Because Endgame exactly. came out, and then you see this, and I'm like, well, I know what's going to happen to her. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, um, the, the, the stakes didn't matter. Exactly. Why the... It pisses... <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting mad here. It pisses me off 
that the only reason she didn't have her movie come out when she wanted or the movie being made when she wanted was that dickwad that working at Marvel <laughs> who didn't want a female-led movie. He pushed back hard. He fought against Kevin Feige on it. Kevin Feige was quit over it. He wanted to have, we need black characters. We need Asian characters. We need women. We need, no, like uh, Ike Perlmuter or whatever his name was like, no, no, no. We can't sell any of those toys. We we don't can't sell any of those comics. We can't, that dick like fucked everything up. I mean, he's not in charge. He was eventually fired, I think. But I think that's what hurt that movie. Right? Sure, because you absolutely. just watch Endgame and then there's no element of surprise. It's like, okay, we're finally doing the movie now, but it's like the timing. But I know stunk, she and they couldn't you stick know... the landing because of that. <laughs> right, right. And even um Taskmaster was not a fully flushed out character. No. no. Which um yeah, bothered me. So um Taskmaster's cool in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> He's taken on the whole Avengers by him freaking self. Right, and I get I get a perfect example of the gender swap character yeah. changed the origin. Perfectly fine with that, but give me something. <laughs> but they gender swapped, and then they underwrote the character. Exactly, underwrote is exactly. that the right word? Like they didn't yeah, yeah. just fle- they didn't flesh her out. It's like I don't give a shit if she's a man or a woman, mm-hmm. but she's got to be fucking badass because she is in the comics, and she's like that. Taskmaster is a character that's like holy shit, like. You guys are screwed. So I, like, I think like the, the I think the the stats for the um like Taskmaster uh, for Red Skull too in the comics. See, there's so much connections. There's so much to like, do with that. So but much. um, they did now. Nothing. Now the character is you know fell flat, or now it's one dimensional, and you can't even. It's hard to connect that to something else because it was just such a flat character. Yeah. yeah. Um, it wasn't bad. But, it was good. Just was like there was nothing. It was just. It was okay. Yeah. You know, didn't hate it. Like, like, I think that's our reaction, our default reaction yeah. to the newer uh, movies. Um, it was okay. Enjoyed it. But And once in a while, we're like... But I'm wondering, on. though, like, isn't Taskmaster part of the uh, Thunderbolts team that they're doing? Oh. Is, is that one of the of the members? Could be. Or it was originally, it was originally released that she would be one mm-hmm, of the members. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's changed because mm-hmm, like there's so much stuff going through through rewrites. And again, like, this this is why you know I I I know they like hyping up the crowd by here's our plan. But yeah. I'm like nowadays, I'm like, is there an actual plan? <laughs> you know, um, I, I mean, it's, it's probably this shit. <laughs> right. It is probably better for them to not because like. They have like what phase four, five, and six, and whatever. Yeah. Um, they released all of that. I'm like, just focus on the now, you know. Yeah, don't <laughs> who gives a shit about the next? They shouldn't honestly. If they had not said Kang and Secret Wars until like it would next be a nice year, surprise. The year after, it would have been totally fine. Yeah, okay. Like, I don't well, that, that's why the reveal like, in uh, the reveal in Ant Man. You know, never mind that. Like you know, we've seen it in. He's actually in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in the in Ant Man, when um, I can't remember, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's character was um, you know, well, it was him. I'm like, you know, you can say it. Everyone in this theater knows who yeah. it is. You know, so it like ruins the surprise for um, uh, rules the effect. Um, you know, you're not as wowed anymore versus like 
first yeah. time you saw Thanos in 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 the um post credit scene and you were like what and then we're like we're all like it didn't show you anything the- after that right and we were all nothing we were we were unsure if he's gonna be the big bad and like the more you see see of him the more you're like well now i'm expecting to him to be the big bad Mm. and and when he did he was um he was also humanized in this movie right like he had like a backstory and like you know you care a little bit and you kind of try to see understand where it's coming from which is enough backstory that i need for you know a villain we don't need like a Thanos like movie of its own but um uh the stats for the first three phases of Marvel movies I don't know if you know I believe it's like 23 movies over a span of 11 years right that's the rate of production um the current phases phase four and whatever five um they've released 17 movies and tv shows in a span of two years so that's a lot. Wow, that's I, I didn't really think of the number, but holy shit. Yeah, that so that's why you know back then, you know, oh, I didn't like Iron Man 2 movie or didn't like Thor 2 movie, but we're we're still excited for the next one because you have enough time to digest that, yeah, and to miss it a little bit so that mm-hmm. you actually want to see it more. But and then you, but at that tone uh, with that with that rate of release that we had before. How many times did you go back and watch Iron Man 1? Exactly. How many times did you go back and watch Captain America or Thor? Even Avengers. I feel like I watched Avengers. I I think I watched Avengers like Like the first one. Three times. Like all of them, I think. Like multiple times in the theater. But you go back, it's like, okay, well, I don't have any other new content. I'm going to go back and watch what we have before. So then you have a greater appreciation. So when the next film actually comes out, it's fresh. Everything's fresh because I just watched this fresh. like five yes. times, you know? Um, you don't need recency with, oh, we need a release every two months. But I think they're, you know, they bit the bullet with um, having a streaming service. And so they're like, oh, we're losing people every time a show ended or, you know, movie is done. And, yep. um, but that just means that you don't have enough to be your own you know be an own channel like partner up with netflix or something i don't know and then maybe both of you will you know retain your customers remember in the old days people would like work on a movie and work on the movie and get the script right and the acting and the directing they put the movie out and it just had to be as good as it was going to be and they focused on that movie and they put the movie out it's not how it was working over the last few years it's like okay next thing next thing Mm -hmm. next thing it wasn't work like it wasn't perfecting what you already were working Mm -hmm. on it was like, okay, yeah, we'll just hurry. Let's get this done so we can go on the next one. Yeah. Live the wrong approach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think some of the movies are doing that. It's a shame that like, you know, again, movies like um, uh, Black Adam were worked on that for so many years or like Avatar <laughs> too, yeah. you know, worked so many years on it and then still, you know, unfortunately kind of like fell flat. Like they're at least, they made money for sure just from the hype and Obviously, they they visually stunning in Avatar too, but like it was just not worth the I don't know ten plus years of making the movie. Did it, fe- did it feel more like okay, this is okay? We're on Marvel's next film. We rushed it out. Like it did it feel like I mean visually it didn't, but story wise, it did right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you watch it? Did you? Uh, no, I'm waiting for it to come on yeah. Disney because I actually kind of don't it, want to pay for yeah. it. 
Is it's there a, a date? I don't know because I think they're milk in the theaters. You know, <laughs> they yeah. they are making money from from Still, theaters because yes. yeah, because it is like beautiful to see in a big screen. But um, yeah, when you see it, I can't wait for you to see oh, it. And watch uh, it for sure, guarantee. Yeah. Like, I mean, how can I not? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So did you, so just to, to go back a, a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the casting, you've heard about like the recent Margot Storm. Yeah, or Adam Driver. <laughs> yeah. What What's your thoughts? I can't imagine them together. <laughs> oh, as a couple. I didn't even think of it that way. I Yeah, I, I can't imagine yeah, that, but... But I guess I could not imagine um, Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver before Marriage Story, and then you watch Marriage Story. It's like, oh, now it makes yeah, sense, okay. you know? Um, He's such an amazing actor, completely underrated. Mm-hmm. Even though he keeps doing these amazing performances, I, there isn't anything I've seen him in that wasn't that where he wasn't phenomenal. Even mm-hmm. even the work he did in Star Wars, I know. Mm-hmm. Despite everything else, I still think he was good. In it. There was nothing wrong. Yeah, there's nothing wrong like, with the actors. I can't blame him. I can't. Yeah, I can't blame a single actor in the Star Wars films. You know, they they did really well considering you know what they had. So, and I think I don't know him as Reed Richards. Actually, I really really like the idea. It's like when they cast Joaquin Phoenix as uh, Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that nothing, was perfect. He, he looks nothing like Johnny Cash. But he was perfect in that movie. But yeah, you can't deny his performance. Like, okay, well, you know what? Maybe he doesn't look exactly like Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. but boy, does he have the mannerisms, the voice, the timber, the body posture, like every, like he nailed. So Adam Driver is one of those actors. Right. That he can sell you the yeah. character. Right. Yeah. But I, I'm just like, worried. I'm just, I'm just scarred of, uh, with the uh, fan fantastic that like, you know, I know this actor can do it, but can they right. gel together along who's, with the other who's other the people? Director of this one was it Matt Shankman or something? Eh, let me see. Matt Shankman was like um, one division. I think so. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is Matt Shack Shack Shackman. Sorry, Shackman. Shackman. Yeah. And then there's like rumors that Mila Kunis was going to be a female thing. Yeah, what was that? Which, which is again, I'm trying to imagine. So you got Adam Driver, who I can't imagine with Margot Robbie, because I don't know how they're gonna portray Sue, right? Yeah. Um, and then and if Mila Kunis is your thing, I don't know how that's gonna work. I mean, there's you know, there's a there's you can make it work, you know, if yep. you um. If you really want to, but like you need to have some good writers there to pull but the that other off. thing too, in, in, I don't know if they do this anymore, but in the old days, they would work really, really, really hard on the one role in a film. It's like, okay, you know, like when they found Harrison Ford for Indiana Jones, for example, mm-hmm. or um, um, I can't remember, like uh, they, they, they really, we have to get the main character properly. And then when they had the main character cast, it was only then that they cast the other characters because yeah, of yeah. chemistry. Mm-hmm. But then they would do, so for example, with Christopher Reeve for Superman, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we have our Superman now. Okay, let's test him with all these other actresses because we have to find exactly, yeah, yeah, the they do that. Name, 
yeah. when they do auditions, they test them. And then that's yeah. how you maybe sometimes overplace them or find a new one mm-hmm. or maybe, you know, someone that uh, they reassign them to a new role in the yeah, same Yeah, it's like you're awesome, but your chemistry yeah. with this person is not what we... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it has to... Like, like, let's be honest. Reed Richards loves Sue Storm immensely, right? Like mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. his whole, like, especially, I don't know if you, if you read Fantastic Four comics or not, but in the last like 10 years, it's been, it's been about really developing their relationship mm-hmm. and basically reaffirming that, yes, he loves science. He's mm-hmm. work obsessed, too work obsessed, but at the end of the day, he is nothing without Sue. Mm-hmm. Sue is, is the one thing he never has to figure out. He knows he loves her. He's she's not a an equation to solve. She's not a mystery to to unfold. But I I really hope that they find the balance in the Fantastic Four movie with you know the humor and the lightness yeah, and you know the seriousness so and um. But there's seriousness, but there's always lightness. Like right, like it's got to be. Like I, I always consider it's a four color comic, you know, it's, it's, it's bright. Like, you know, I don't know it. You can't go. I mean, you can have dark themes, right? But they're, they're always about, but hope. again, their care and yeah. And their character should still be the same. You yeah. know? Oh my God. We have so much more to say, so much more to talk about. It has been a while since Karen's been on the show and we went on. We went on and we went on. So we're going to cut the episode here. We're kind of on the cusp of a whole new topic. Join us next week, next Friday, for part two of this conversation. We're going to talk trilogies. We are going to talk trilogies. Lord of the Rings. Practical effects versus CG effects. We're going to talk about Star Wars, Clone Wars, Mandalorian. The Marvels, Secret Wars, and a little tidbit about Deadpool. See you next week. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. And bye. Have a good day.